Hey everyone, and welcome to the Bible Breakdown Podcast. In this podcast, we will be breaking down the Bible one chapter a day. Whether you are a new believer or have been following Christ for a while, we believe that you will learn something new and fresh every single day. So thank you for joining us, and let's get into breaking down the Bible together. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Bible Breakdown Podcast with your host, Pastor Brandon. And today, Numbers chapter 33. This one is a really hard one to pronounce, but this is a really good chapter. If I were to sum this up, it would be take time to remember God's faithfulness. There's a scripture in the book of Psalms that says, I will remember the wonders of the Lord. One of the greatest things we could ever do is remember the seasons of our life. And sometimes that can be really painful unless we remember how even through those dark valleys, God walked with us through them all. And so we're going to get into that in just a moment. But before we do that, as always, if you like what we're doing here, make sure if you're watching this on YouTube, you like the video, you share this video, let us know down in the comments what God is doing in your life. And if you're listening to this as a podcast, thank you so much for doing that. Make sure that you like and you uh, let us give a fi- give us a five-star rating on the podcast. And also in the show notes is where we have now got a link to that Facebook group. Or if you want to go to Facebook, you can type in Bible Breakdown Discussion. And I want to know from you, what is your greatest memory of God's faithfulness? Like in your life, When is a moment when you were like, wow, that was a time when I got to see God do something amazing? And that's what this whole chapter is about. Now, remember the context. For 39 years, almost 40 years at this point, the nation of Israel has been wandering around the wilderness. They've been moving at the speed of the presence of God. Remember, there was a cloud that would come down over the tabernacle. And as long as the cloud stayed, so would they. And then it would move, they would move too. And they just went all around the place. And now... They're getting ready to go into the promised land. They've already been taking over some land right there on the other side. And we talked about how yesterday, how some of the tribes were even saying, we're going to keep our people, our people groups, our families here, and then we'll go over and help you take your land. So there's even some of that going on. But we have this moment where God kind of pauses and reminds the nation of Israel of all the places that they have been. We haven't personally, as we're reading this, walked with them through this. We kind of got that gap between chapter 19 and 20. But now here we are, and God just takes a moment to remember. And I think this is a great lesson for all of us on remembering the faithfulness of God. So if you've got your NLT Bibles open to chapter 33, we're going to jump into this together. And also, I'd love for you to send me a picture of your favorite coffee cup as maybe you're kind of drinking some coffee while we're doing this together. So if you've got your Bibles, Numbers chapter 33, verse 1, it says this. This is the route the Israelites followed as they marched out of Egypt under the leadership of Moses and Aaron. At the Lord's direction, Moses kept a written record of their progress. These are the stages of their march, identified by the different places where they stopped along the way. They set out from the city of Ramses in early spring on the 15th day of the first month. In the morning after the first Passover celebration, the people left defiantly, in full view of all the Egyptians. Meanwhile, the Egyptians were burying all their firstborn sons, whom the Lord had killed the night before. The Lord had defeated the God of Egypt that night with great acts of judgment. So if you notice what he's saying is this chronicles, not just the 39 years, but even the time leading up to them leaving Egypt. So here we go. After leaving Ramses, the Israelites set up camp in Succoth. They left Succoth and camped in Etham on the edge of the wilderness. 
they left Etham and turned back to Pith Hirathoth. <laughs> I just messed that up so bad. Opposite of Baal Zephon, encamped near Migdal. They left Pith Harhariath <laughs> and crossed the Red Sea into the wilderness beyond. They then traveled for three days into Etham wilderness and camped at Mirah. They left Mirah and camped at Elim, where they traveled, or where there were the twelve springs of water and seventy palm trees. They left Elam and camped beside the Red Sea. They left the Red Sea and camped in the wilderness of Sin, and they left the wilderness of Sin and camped at Dufka. They left Dufka and camped at Elush. They left Elush and camped at Rephidim, and where there was no water for the people to drink. They left Rephidim and camped in the wilderness of Sinai. They left the wilderness of Sinai and camped at Kabroth Havata. They left Kibroth Havata and camped at Hezroth. They left Hezroth and camped at Rethma. They left Rethma and camped at Rimon Peres. Now pause again. We got more to go. But imagine every time they pick up and leave, it's not like we would today. We wouldn't just get in our car and go. They would have the situation where they would uh, pick up their tents, pick up all their belongings, get their small children, and then they would start to go. Once they had camped in that certain area and they were able to build the tabernacle, then if you remember what they had to do is they had to tear down the tabernacle, take the sacred objects out, move the tabernacle. Everybody was, Every time they move, don't think of this as just a really quick thing, but actually it was a massive undertaking every single time they moved on. Okay, so now let's pick up at verse 19 and keep going. They left Rithma and camped at Riman Perez. They left Riman Perez and camped at Libna. They left Libna and camped at Rizha. They left Rizha and camped at Kelhath. They left Kelhath and camped at Mount Sefer. They left Mount Sefer and camped at Hirada. They left Hirada and camped at Hekleoth. They left Hekleoth and camped at Tahath. They left Tahath and camped at Terah. They left Terah and camped at Mithka. They left Mithka and camped at Hishmona. They left Hishmona and camped at Mosheroth. They left Mosheroth and camped at Benajakin. They left Benajakin and camped at Hor <laughs> Hagadadak. <laughs> That's the worst one right there. They left that one and camped at Jabatha. They left Ebora and camped at Hezron Geber. They left Ezron Geber and camped at Kadesh in the wilderness of Sin. They left Kadesh and camped at Mount Hor on the border of Edom. While there at the foot of Mount Hor, Aaron the priest was directed by the Lord to go up on the mountain, and there he died. This happened in midsummer on the first day of the fifth month, the fortieth year after Israel's departure from Egypt. Aaron was 123 years old, and he died there on Mount Hor. At that time, the Canaanite king, Arad, who lived in the Negev in the land of Canaan, heard that the people of Israel were approaching his land. Meanwhile, the Israelites left Mount Hor and camped at Zalmona. They left Zalmona and camped at Punan. They left Punan and camped at Oboth. They left Oboth and camped at Lyar Abarim. They camped on the border of Moab. They left Lyar Abarim and camped at Debon Gad. They left Debon Gad and camped at Elman <laughs> Deblathayim, and then they left that one and camped on the mountains east of the river near Mount Nebo. They left the mountains east of the river and camped on the plains of Nebo beside the Jordan River, across from Jericho. Along the Jordan River, they camped at Beth Jeshmoth. 
Jeshimoth, uh, at the far end of the meadows of Acadia, at that one, on the plains of Moab. While they were camped near the Jordan River in the plains of Moab, opposite Jericho, the Lord said to Moses, Give the following instructions to the people of Israel. When you cross the Jordan River into the land of Canaan, you must drive out all the people living there. You must destroy all their carved and molten images and demolish all their pagan shrines. Take possession of the land and settle in it, because I have given it to you to occupy. You must distribute the land among the clans by sacred lot in the proportion to their size. A larger portion of land will be allotted to each of the larger clans, and the smaller portion will be allotted to each of the smaller clans. The decision of sacred lot is final. In this way, the portions of the land will be divided among your ancestral tribes. But if you fail to drive out the people who live in the land, those who remain will be like splinters in your eyes and thorns in your side. They will harass you in the land you are where you live, and I will do to you what I plan to do to them. So what we see here is God takes a moment and he steps back and he says, look at over the past 40 years. You've been from place to place to place, and I've been with you. And now you're here about to cross over the Jordan and to take possession. So when you cross, make sure you take possession. Because if you don't, the very people that you're trying to uh, get rid of, they're going to come back and they are going to absolutely destroy you. And then my judgment is going to come on you. And so it's almost like this moment of, of step back so that now you can move forward. And I love that idea because remember the overall idea of the book of Numbers is a nation learning to trust in the Lord. And to me in this chapter, the reason why I trust God is number one, because God's word is true. Number two is because God has been so faithful in my life. But the problem is, many times we're so busy thinking about the next mountain we have to climb, the next need that we have, that we don't always stop and turn around and remember God's faithfulness. There's a road that I drive often taking my girls to school or wherever, and on that road, there's a house we used to live in when we first moved into the area. And then after we moved out of that house, you go down about a half mile, and there is a turn you can take to go to the second house we lived in. And I love going down that road because when we go down that road, those are markers of seasons in my family's life. And sometimes my girls and I will talk and they'll have these different memories. And it's always an opportunity to say, look what God did in that season. When you guys are real little, God was faithful in this way. And then go to the next place and say, God was faithful then too. And I think a lot of times the reason why we struggle to trust God is because we forget about all the wonderful things that God has done. So if I were to take something away from chapter 33, it would be sometimes we have to remember what God has done to fill us with faith for everything that lies ahead. I would love for you to take maybe a personal uh, time today in just a few moments. And what if you just wrote out five to 10 things that you're thankful for? I'd love for you to go to the Facebook group and give us one of those things. Tell us a story of a time in your life when God was faithful. And if God was faithful, then he's going to continue to be faithful now. God's been talking to us in this. Let's talk to him in prayer. Let's read our scripture and we'll be done for today. Father, thank you so much for the million little miracles that you do every day, but also, Lord, those big moments in our life when you were faithful. God, when you healed us of sickness, when you worked out difficult situations, Lord, those, those difficult relationships, those impossible situations, Lord, you walked with us through that. We're here today because of your faithfulness. And I pray, God, that that will fill us full of faith that if you did it before, you'll do it again. We celebrate you today. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Don't forget, Numbers chapter six says, 
May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, and I will see you tomorrow for Numbers chapter 34.